welcome to episode 106 of Comics and Us. I'm TJ. And I'm Chris. And I'm Lumpy. And this is the review show that reviews comics, chronologically, kind of. Today, we are covering Detective Comics number 89, at least the Batman story of it. It was released July 1944. This one is called... Laboratory Loot, or Laboratory Loot, however you want to say that word. The executive editor was Whitney Elsewhere. The cover artist was Dick Sprang. The writer was Don Cameron. Penciled and inked by Dick Sprang. Lettered by Pat Gordon, who I think is new. Edited, yeah, I don't recognize the name. Edited by Jack Schiff and Bernie Breslauer. Before we go into the comic itself, I got a bit of a note for this issue. This is the last time the Crimson Avenger appears in Detective Comics. Oh, what's he getting his own book? Well, he goes into leading comics in uh, into a group setting called The Seven Soldiers of Victory. Okay. But that only la- lasts to uh, leading comics number 14, spring 1945, the next year. So, so it's I- like a Justice League kind of thing? Yeah, they're, they're, they're a group kind of thing, yes. Okay. They're like like one of those 40s groups. There was a bunch of them along with the yeah. JSA and stuff like that, like the Boy Commandos and stuff like that. But this is right. so this is the last time Crimson Adventure was here and then I guess he disappears after spring 1945. I don't know. But huh. since since we're talking about it I, and we haven't gone through it yet, let's just mention who else is in Detective Comics these days. Okay. So so apparently there's this guy called Three Ring Binks. I have no idea who that is. From what I saw of him, he's kind of like stretchy, like a rubbery kind of guy. Huh? Yeah, I'm looking at his comic right now because he's in this book. Yeah, so I, but I've never heard of him before this. But I guess he's been in there for a bit. Airwave is still around. Crimson Adventure is this is his last thing. I'm actually curious who replaces him next. I'll have to look that up in a moment. Uh, Slam Bradley's still around, and the Boy Commandos are closing once again. So. Yeah, it was weird because you mentioned that they had their own book. And then I saw on our splash page that we're about to cover is that it says Boy Commandos at the top. Yeah. So I'm looking at the next issue that, of Detective Comics, and I'm not seeing a replacement for Crimson Adventure. Maybe they're just scaling back on the pages all around. If you remember, oh. we talked about that with Batman last week. Or yeah, you got to save, save paper for the war. So, yeah, I guess they're scaling back on what they're putting in. Or, like I said, maybe they're just doing more ads because they're just cutting out a story, whole stories. Hmm. No replacements. That's weird. That's weird. Yeah, I don't know. Anyway, going into the cover. Think, Lumpy, it's your turn for covers. On guard. Here comes that swashbuckling swordsman again, the Cavalier of Crime. We have... They told us who's coming back. Page. So before you go into it, <laughs> what the last couple of comics on Detective Comics, almost, like the, tech, the Detective Comics logo takes up half the page. Why are they like? Yeah, I don't know. They used to have it kind of like almost the background where they would cover like part of comics sometimes. Like, but yeah, this these last couple have been literally half the page. Yeah, yeah. All right. They anyway. squished down the picture a little bit, like. Less work, I guess. They're just gonna they're gonna smaller and smaller, so they don't have to draw too much on the bottom. Page. Yeah, it's true. But they could have easily just made this bigger. Like it's not, you know what I mean? Like right, just elongated right, not, it. Yeah. But anyway, we got the um, the cannon splash page. Yeah. Of uh, the sword being taken out of the what's his name? The cavalier. Cavalier. Hand Cavalier. By a magnet, Batman is throwing a switch. 
Robin's kind of like backing off like he's scared a little bit almost. Or maybe he's being attracted by the magnet because of his utility belt. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> yeah possibly. Although he's not wearing it. It's it's because his shirt's not tucked in. It's over the... Um, so, um, yeah, you, you got the Cavalier of Crime. He's in his normal purple outfit with a yellowish vest and a yellow hat with a red... What is it? A feather sticking out of it? And his yellow yeah, gloves? What are, those, what are those musketeer outfits called? That's what he's in. About musketeer outfit. That's exactly what he's wearing. <laughs> yeah, he looks like one of the three musketeers. <laughs> well, that's yeah. what it's literally called. I thought that it had a, a name, like the outfit itself. I think they mention it in the comic itself. Oh, they might. I don't even know. But maybe it is just called a musketeer outfit. I don't know. But yeah, that's pretty much it. It's well drawn, and the colors are really so, cool looking. And- I have a question. Did the Cavalier, did Batman throw Robin out there? Hey, it's here, be beat. So that the Cavalier. So, the Cavalier so I could can get the sword? Yeah. Cavalier's going to stab him, and then he, like, reluctantly hits the switch and takes his sword away. Now, I joked and said that this was canon, but because I thought actually Robin was the one who did that in the story, but we'll get to it and figure that out. But I don't actually remember. I don't remember either. I was joking when I said it was canon. Because this does happen in the comic, but I don't know who actually throws the switch. I gotcha. Anyway, moving on. It's... The second page is, uh, like last week, it's just that V of uh, how many comics, all the comics they're selling. So we're just going to move on from that onto the non-canon splash page. Uncle Chris, what is going on here? What is going on here? We're not going to talk about the um, comics books. Um, I did. I mentioned it. Are you not paying attention? <laughs> oh, yeah. I was I was, I was. doing something else. <laughs> 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 I kind of figured since you just left the conversation with me and Lumpy, we're talking about the cover. I was looking up terrible jokes. Um, Batman with Robin the Boy Wonder, on the, it says on the top of this. And then you got, you know, we got a full paragraph of words again. And then there's an old, old man looking through a magnifying glass at Batman and Robin fighting the Cavalier with his electric uh, sword down there. There's giant, like, uh, laboratory stuff. There's a flask of, what is it called, a beaker over here and some stuff yeah. over here. It, it, it looks like a laboratory, but I'm not exactly sure. Is the guy a giant and he's looking at him through a magnifying glass, or is he up high? I can't well, really no, tell. I'm going I'm I'm to say he's not a giant in this instance because everything else is giant. I think they're strong. Okay, either way, they're way, as per usual, the one guy is bigger than the rest of them on the, on the splash page, like we they usually see. doing that. Yeah, yeah, make somebody make somebody huge and make them small for some reason. It's because they don't have any creative ideas. Yeah, let's just do the same thing we couple, did last week. I think there's a couple Lincoln logs on the table too. Yeah, I was just trying to figure out what that was. I was going to say <laughs> vials or something, but I don't know what a silver Lincoln logs it looks like. Really, that's exactly what it looks like. It's got the cutout for where they go together. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> All right, so. We open up with a narration box for some reason. The narrator is telling us about how fate is playing up, plays many pranks as Bruce Wayne and what's his name, Mortimer Drake, are in the same club talking to each other. And even though they are both Batman and the Cavalier in disguise, yeah, they're well, really we gotta know this stuff. They're they're kind of pushing this Cavalier guy. Yeah, I guess, <laughs> but like. Like, he's the opposite of Bruce Wayne, so they're like, look at this. Oh, bad guy, good guy. Anyway, yeah, they're both rich. They're in some kind of exclusive society club. I, I don't know what kind of club that is, honestly. Did they just go around and talk to each other the whole time? Because that seems to be, it be it seems to be. They're both in the exclusive society club. It doesn't even have a name. The exclusive society club. 
Yeah, well, anyway, there's, yeah. This, there's this famous inventor, Dr. Helmer, who's talking about one of his secret projects, and Bruce is thinking, uh-oh, is he talking about that secret military project that he's been working on? He's not allowed to do that. <laughs> but no, he's talking about some typewriter he invented years ago, and now he's got it back, and they're about to mass-produce it. And But Mortimer Drake's also there, and he's like, oh, that's a good thing for me to steal, because I like to steal worthless pieces of crap. <laughs> yeah, I like to have empty cases with names on it, and then I gotta go get the stuff that I gotta put in that empty case. That's what I like to do. And, you know, it, that's the setup, and they both leave, and then the narrator tells up. So the, the mortal enemies leave, and, without, and soon will be in combat as Batman and the Cavalier. At Mortimer Drake's home... He does exactly what Uncle Chris just said. He's admiring his <laughs> empty case with the, a sign saying the working model of Helsmar Tell, Hellstrom's tell typewriter. And he's going to go steal it. So he gets dressed as the Cavalier. And Who he is goes, he going to show this museum to? That he keeps trying to su- steal I think it's a rich person. <laughs> I think it's a rich person thing. Like, Batman has a whole treasure room full of crap. That he I was going to say, Batman has the same. Exactly the he same. He just goes he in and looks at them. it. Yeah, yeah, he, he can't show it to nobody because everybody will know he's Batman. So, I, yeah, you're right. I think they're both a little psychopathic and they just need to collect trophies from their victims. Weird. Weird. He's got other rooms that have, like, sports memorabilia and stuff in it, this guy. But he can't show it to anybody because he stole it all. He didn't steal anything, actually. He's failed every time he tried to I, steal something. You know what? His I, cases I, have I, never been filled. <laughs> he just has empty cases with signs on them for stuff that's supposed to go in there. Well, no, no, because after every time he fails, he takes that sign and rips it up at the end of the comics. So he just uh, makes a new he makes a new sign every time he goes to try and steal so, something else. Are you telling me he's only got one glass case and he's just been trying no, to fill it the whole time? He's got multiple. <laughs> We've seen him have multiple cases. They just all have stands with no signs on them. And they're empty. Everything's empty. Yeah, everything's empty. This guy's the worst <laughs> villain ever. He has not succeeded once. Every we other villain... this book that he's going to be better than the Penguin and the Joker, so... The Joker stole, like, 50 diamonds in his first four issues before Batman finally got him. He kept getting away. Yeah. Penguin succeeded in his first couple of capers, too, before he got caught. This guy never gets caught, though, does he? Well, no, he, had, this is, he hasn't gotten caught, but he's never that, done anything. So he's he never accomplished stuff. nothing, though. That's why I was saying they can't even take him to jail. He's never, he's done, never anything. done anything. <laughs> he sucks. <laughs> anyway, so he sneaks through the streets and um, breaks into a thing and sets off an alarm because he sucks, which causes permission yeah. of Gordon to put up the back signal, and then Batman's coming in the Batmobile. And I guess it takes them 15 hours to figure it out, because Batman and Robin get get, get out of the car, run to the building, go into the place, and turn on the light to find them there. <laughs> Why? He's in there with the lights out. There's nobody well, else yeah. there. Why does he have the lights out? Because he doesn't want anyone to know he's robbing the place. Right, you can't have the window lights on. Never yeah, mind. he's got a For flashlight good, yeah. in his hand. Yeah. All right. So B- Batman and Robin comes in. Robin clicks on the light just so we can draw a panel that's not in dark, essentially. Right. Except ba- Batman and Robin punch, like, do, like, a total elimination on them in one panel. <laughs> and then in the next panel, they're back in the dark because Batman's using a, uh, I thought he was using a flashlight, but no. But they're back in the dark. Well, how do you know they're back in the dark? Because doesn't it look like it's... Like, yeah, the wall behind him goes black. I don't really black, know yeah. exactly. Oh, you know what? That's the floor. I thought that was a light that was shining on Robin and the Cavalier. I thought the floor was a light coming from a flashlight, because I thought Batman had a flashlight uh, in his hand. 
No, he's no. Dead, that dude's doing like a flip. Yeah, and the back the the wall's just black. Okay. Yeah. Because the, they don't know how to draw interiors in 1940. Well, they like to, exactly. they like to change the color to background, panel to panel. Sometimes too, it's weird. Yeah, sometimes it's just the co- a colored background. No. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes it's black. Sometimes it's nothing. Anyway, the Cavalier flips away, and then I, I have no idea what he hits Robin with in that next thing. It's like electric powered sword. Oh, mm-hmm. I thought he was wow. I thought those things hanging above Robin was was hitting him. Oh no, I don't know what that is. No, I have no idea what those things are above him. No. They're like not at all. Circular. I don't know. They look like spaceships. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but it looks like they're hitting Robin. I didn't even see the sword. Yeah, he hits him with a sword. Sword. He's got an electric charged sword. For, I don't remember that from the last one. Did he have that before? Yes, he always had that. He did. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, well, Batman comes and uses the magnet from the cover to take the sword. It's not exactly how the cover played out, but, you know, whatever. Uh, the Cavalier picks up a pole and makes a makeshift javelin out of it. Batman's like, oh, crap, that's bad. And But then Robin throws... A bottle of water at him? I don't know what that blue is. Blue stuff. No, it's blue stuff because it mentioned, they mentioned it later. I thought that was... Oh, it is here. I thought that was later, yeah. though. It doesn't matter. I, might, I didn't know where it came from when they started talking about it. I think this is where it came and from. And I thought it was glue or something. No, that's I that's no later. That's later. Okay. But Robin throws it at his hand and he drops it. But this fight doesn't matter because all of a sudden, thugs just break in. Yeah, and Ronald Reagan comes in. And Batman punches Ronald Reagan in the face. Yep. Okay. Knocks his mask <laughs> right around. Anyway, Batman, Robin, and the Cavalier starts fighting these guys off. And they're like, oh, look, you're working together. And only for a moment. And then the Cavalier also has that soft spot in the back of his head because he gets yeah, he knocked does. out. Knockout number one for the Cavalier. <laughs> <laughs> Robin throws... Is that a lamp? I don't know what he's swinging. A like bunsen a burner. He says it. He says a, yeah, a bunsen burner. He throws burner a bunsen burner. Is it attached to a stick or or like a cord, like a um, like a gas line? I guess because it's uh, lit up. Yeah, because he he's holding it. a he's holding there's, the gas line. Yeah, there's a flame coming out of the top of it. Well, he uses the bunsen burner to knock the guy down, and then one guy just trips Batman, and I guess that's enough yeah. to knock him down because he doesn't this get back in a fight. Stupid! After that, like uh, it was going good, and then he just trips him. If you could just walk up behind Batman and trip him, why hasn't everybody just done this to him every time? Well, that's okay because the other bad guys spill crude oil on the ground, and one guy punches Robin into it, and Robin slips and trips and falls. Yeah, and then what? They well, push them together, huh? Then he whacks Robin right together? in the back of the head with the gun. Oh, yeah, he, he does hit him in the back of the head with the he gun, hits too. Him, and then they push them right now up next together, and then they trap them under. A circular glass tube, yes. It actually reminds me, if you remember all the way back in, like, the first issue of Batman. Batman was trapped in that glass tube, and the first bad guy left him in the basement. Yeah, yeah, it's, I do remember that. <laughs> it's, it, that's exactly... He, he he's trapped, he's trapped on, sitting underneath with Robin. Anyway, this thing that they're trapped under is airtight, and they suck. it's a vacuum, so they're sucking all the air out of it. I don't know what the point of this thing is. I, I don't know what they use it for. I don't know what, like, I'm not a scientist, but... I mean, they I've do... Seen anything like I don't know what they're doing, but, like, <laughs> they do do experiments in a vacuum because sometimes they're doing it, it it changes what the experiment would do not in a vacuum. That makes sense? True, but you would think there would be, like, access to the thing inside of it? 
Yeah, well, that's the only thing. I don't even know how they got in it because it doesn't look like it has access in or out of it. I guess it, so. lifts, I guess it lifts up and down. I that's know. what I was yeah. guessing, too. I don't know, yeah. It's really weird. Anyway, so they have them trapped, and then the villains go about looking for an invention. But I'm not for sure. that. I think they're looking for the typewriter, ain't they? Why? Or, or wait, no, no, no. I think they're no, looking no. For they're that looking for something thing. else. Yeah, yeah the military yeah. They thing. They don't tell us what they're looking for. No, did you or find it? Why yet? they're or why why they're there? They just show up. Right. Later on, they do mention that, like, um, one showed up for the typewriter, and one showed up for the other thing. Like, oh, did they mention it later? Somewhere in it, they do mention. I remember yeah, reading it, but say nobody it. says exactly what it is. But they do say it just felt like let's get the Catman and Cavalier fighting together for a couple panels. Okay, so it says Sloan and his gang were after the secret invention, and the Cavalier must have been after the typewriter. Okay, so <laughs> they're after the military project then. Yes, right. Okay, Sloan is a doesn't know how to keep secrets if he can't keep military secrets, right? You know. If a bunch of random thugs can go up. Anyway, Batman and Robin are suffocating. So, for the second issue in a row, Batman yeah. uses his utility belt. He remembered his utility belt again. I'm telling you, they heard us. They must have heard us all the way back in the 40s. Because he goes in this utility belt and took out a diamond tip tool to cut through the glass. The bad guys do nothing about it. They just let it happen. I don't know what they could do because it's in a vacuum. Like, they can't That's get true. Uh, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you stop. Don't do that. Don't yeah, do yeah. that. No, no. But again, they put themselves in danger because if this thing implodes on them, they're going to get cut by this glass, but they don't. But whatever. No, it explodes outward. And it can't. No, it pulls he said, in. No. Yeah, he said he's. he don't oh. even need the cutthroat. He just needs to weaken it, and the air pressure on the vacuum will do the rest. So cover your face. Robin, okay, so yeah, your you're face. right. So then yeah. all that glass comes inward, and it looks like... It's a lot of glass, not a single cut on either one of them. Right, nope. but I covered your face. Robin's <laughs> not even wearing pants. If you cover your face, you don't get cuts anywhere else. You don't get cuts. As oh. long as you're not looking, you just have to cover your eyes so you don't <laughs> see it. If you don't see it, yeah. it doesn't hurt you. This comic is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Batman and Robin are out of their trap. They beat up the guys. Meanwhile, the Cavalier pours... Oh, okay, so it wasn't. I got it. It wasn't glue. It was... A lubricant, so that allows them to slip out of the ropes. Glycerine. Right. I yes. thought that other stuff was was this. I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So he so he slips out of his ropes, steals the typewriter, running away. While Batman and Robin take care of the guys, and the Cavalier escapes. And I guess Elstrom's like, "What's going on here?" And then they tell him that the Cavalier stole his typewriter. Yeah. So Batman deduces that only the, someone in the club would know about his typewriter considering that so only, he talked about it there. Only someone in the club knows about the typewriter, but just random thugs know about the military thing. Yes. Well, <laughs> okay. this, 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 whole thing, this whole thing doesn't make sense <laughs> a, a, anyway, because if it's someone from... First of all, the Cavalier is just Mortimer Drake in a mustache. Right, well, we know and a all, about DC Con- all about DC Comics. Right, they, I know, they, but Batman's is. the yeah. world's greatest detective. Yeah, but he don't, I mean, does he figure out he- Clark Kent by himself? <laughs> yes, he does, actually. He does, okay. Yeah, he's like, he figured out he's Clark Kent. I don't know if he did it in the 40s, at least in right. recent I mean, canon. I know he knows, but I thought they, they found out by spying on each other. I don't think he just looked at him and figured out it was Superman. Well, no, Clark just used his X-ray vision to see through his mask. Right. 
Right, he looks through Batman's, but Batman actually spies on him, doesn't he, to see him without the glasses to know that he's Superman? Because I don't think he just figures it out. I'm pretty sure he figures it, just figures it out. Does he? Yeah, I don't remember though. It doesn't matter. <laughs> but like, even if like you can't see through the mustache thing, Mortimer Drake is the same like height and weight as the Cavalier, and most of the other people that they show in this club are like old people. Old people, yeah, definitely. So it's like you can't figure out who this is. Well, he figures I mean, it out eventually, but when he's the Cavalier, he wears a wig, mustache, and he speaks with like a French accent. I guess. Whatever. So the following night, they he goes back to the club to try to figure it out. And apparently, um, there's a who's who book in this club. And club, the Cavalier yeah. put his own thing in there. And Bruce is like, what an egomaniac. As, you know, Batman has his own thing in there. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Whatever. And, you know, they're all talking about it. Uh, Bruce has gotten Dr. Helsham to talk about how that was a, not a real typewriter. It was a fake one, so that the Cavalier will come back and try to steal the fake one again, the real one later, and he spots the blue stain. Well, no, he doesn't, does he? He no- he notes the blue stain on Mortimer's hand, right? But never right. talk about it again. They do right. mention but, it. But. but that's it. That's It doesn't come back. Nope. Anyway. Well, it, th- it does, because he said, well, later he says it, but... Oh, wait, he says it two panels from now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, so he's pretty much got to figure it out. So he him he goes home and him and Robin get in the Batmobile and they're like and they're hiding out waiting for the Cavalier and Doctor House and the Cavalier shows up and there's a giant fight where Cavalier tries to smash Batman with a chair but he says ha ha you're Mortimer Drake and he's like how did you figure that out and, and he, he stops the chair him. smashing because he's like oh no you know who I am now and puts it down right and then Robin sprays him in the face with something I don't know. Water. It looks like a yeah, seltzer bottle. It looks like water. It looks like one of those. Yeah, because he got to wash his mustache off to, th- to see who he is. You can't just look at. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So it's not even like a fake mustache that he like taped on or anything. It's like drawn on, I guess. Well, it, no, it flies off in, in two pieces. So maybe it is Does taped it? on. Where? Yeah, it, it's up. It's up on his hat, hat when he sprays him in the face. Yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't see that up there. I thought it was just here. <laughs> Whatever. Batman charges him, and he shoots like an an ammonia bullet. I don't know what that yeah. is, but okay. I don't know either. But it's it's makes people cough. It, apparently, it makes them cough and cry. And so he got away again. Oh gosh, darn it! And so they go to Mortimer Drake's house, and he's not there. And as they're searching it, they find they find his. Trophy his room. trophy room, yeah. With the one thing he actually got. <laughs> and it's all empty. Everything's empty. <laughs> Except for the typewriter in the front. Yeah, it's just got one typewriter in there, that's it. But then they hear the doorbell ring, and it's a delivery guy, and he's like, wow, Batman and Robin, I thought this was just a joke. And the Cavalier sent him a message. Batman and Robin. To his own house, yeah. Yeah, to his own house. Batman and Robin, you are welcome to my home and my fortune. Well, that's nice of him. Now how are you going to just do nothing for the rest of your life stealing random <laughs> things? Since the identity of Mortimer Drake is no longer safe for me, this is your round. But I shall be someone else when we next meet. And meet we shall. The Cavalier. The end. That story was stupid. Yeah, that one I didn't like. Um, I didn't hate it, but it like I hate when they just come to a dumb ending like that. For me, it's just yeah. like nothing I'm not happened. A big I read the whole comic guy. I don't know. Yeah, no, the Cavalier is stupid. 
Yeah, I'm not a big fan <laughs> of this Cavalier guy. I'm sorry, I'm not. It sucks because I like the idea that there's like another rich guy who's kind of dressing up, but the character that they created sucks. Yeah, it's a shame he sucks at everything he does. I feel like it would work yeah. like... I feel like it would work in like an old-timey TV series or something. I don't know if he was ever in that. I can't remember him in the, the, the 60s TV series. But I feel like it would work there because you would be able to hear his voice and his accent and stuff. And I think it would be cool. You but. Know, it would just be improved if he was just like Robin Banks or something. And yeah, he wasn't trying right. to his, steal stupid his, items for no reason. His trophy room thing kind of sucks. It does. Like, or even if he was collecting trophies of heroes or something. Something that was interesting. Like, right. something that was worth collecting and not just random shit that nobody wants. <laughs> and he just decides on the fly that he wants it, too. Oh, you're talking about that? Now I want it. Now I need to have it. It's stupid. So we got appearing in laboratory loot. Laboratory loot. Batman, Robin, antagonist, the Cavalier, and Stinger Sloan. Which one was Stinger Sloan? Was that Stinger Sloan's the, the gang of guys oh, that the, came in to rob it? Okay, yeah. yeah. Single appearance on him. Other characters: uh, Doctor Helmer Hellstrom, which is a single appearance. Locations: Gotham City, Gotham City PD headquarters, Wayne Manor. Items: Bat signal, Bat suit, and a utility belt, and the vehicles that says a Batmobile. Yep. Yeah, that one was but stupid. We, we mentioned the utility belt, so well, but they got the utility belt in there again. I was happy about yep. that again. Again, they don't get credit for things they should have been doing before. <laughs> I know, but I'm glad they're doing it now. That's all. He's learning. Yeah. And and you wait. Next issue, there's going to be four instances where he doesn't use the utility belt at all, and they use a dog bark to escape a rope or something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. I want them to use the seeds on the radiator again. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was a good one. That's my favorite one. Anyway, I think we're done, right? Okay. We're done. Right. So what I was doing that's, when that's I That's it, right by, right? We're just done? We're just going <laughs> to end here? <laughs> what I was doing when um, when when I wasn't uh, listening to you, I was trying to look up a Cavalier joke. So I got a Cavalier joke. You want to hear a Cavalier joke? <laughs> Not really, but you're going to tell it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> this is the only one that came up. What does a Cleveland Cavaliers fan do when his team has won the NBA Finals? He turns off the PlayStation 4. That was the only Cavalier joke that came up. I don't even like basketball. I don't want to offend no basketball fans, but that's what came up. <laughs> so, sorry. Uh, and bye. I don't even get it. So, oh, no. <laughs> apparently, 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 the Cleveland Cavaliers don't win the NBA Finals at all, apparently. So, the only way they would see them win is if they turned off the PlayStation 4. I actually 4. I think, think they won a championship. Oh, wow. So, that's even a worse joke. Hold on. That's what I'm trying to find out. Because <laughs> I think they won not too long ago, actually. There is one that says something about a Rottweiler, a Cavalier, and a Wire Farrier talk, uh, Wire Fox Terrier died. But what's a Cavalier? Is that a dog breed? Yes, it's a... Uh, okay. It is. Do we, want, do we want to hear that one? Let's hear that one. A Rottweiler, I don't know what it is, so if, if you can offend you, I apologize. <laughs> a Rottweiler, a Cavalier, and a Wire... Why are Fox Terrier died and are standing in front of God at the entrance to the kingdom of heaven? God asks all three what they believe in. The Rottweiler says, I believe in discipline, training, and loyalty to my owner. And good, God says, take a seat on my right side. Cavalier, what do you believe in? The Cavalier says, I believe in love and care for my owner as well as peace in the world. Good, take a seat on my left side. Then he looked at the Wire Fox Terrier. What do you believe in? And the Wire Fox Terrier stood aloof, distant, looked him slowly up and down, <laughs> tilted his head, and answered, I believe you're sitting in my seat. 
What okay. was that truck? What was that? I don't joke? get that one at all. I don't get that did, one at all. Did uh, they the Cavaliers? You, yeah, did they give you like a date on that joke? Nope. Because <laughs> in 2016, the NBA championship marked the Cavaliers' first title in franchise history as they became the first team to come back from a 3-1 to one deficit to win the finals. It was also the Cleveland's first championship in a major sport since the 1964 <laughs> Cleveland Browns. Well, I'm, I, you don't always get good things from the internet. I think the other joke just said that a wire fox terrier is God. Is I'm God. Sure. Well, yeah. I didn't even hear the second joke. I'm not going to lie. I was busy. So oh, wait. Let know. me read it to you again. Here, I'll read it again. But, Forget I, it. No. Forget it. <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> I want to point out... I don't even watch sports, and I knew that was wrong. <laughs> so, yeah, that was just a complete another fail all around. Well, that saved me a Batman joke for next time, so see you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs>